The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by adamandeve.com. Just go to adamandeve.com and type in glory. That's G-L-O-R-Y at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing and free shipping. Hey, this is Tom. This is Mark, um, the troublemaker from the Skating Atheist podcast. Um, I just wanted to talk about something you guys talked about in terms of um, expertise within Congress. I mean, I think that there should be a certain level of expectation, but I also think that we should go back and have things like the Office of Technology Assessment that Newt Gingrich got rid of when he was Speaker of the House, um, at least providing unbiased information on science and technology might help those people who don't have the expertise uh, give them some place to go to rather than what often happens, which is for them to go to corporations and stuff to get their assessments of technology, um, which leads to climate change denialism. So I just want to throw that out there. Glory home, motherfuckers. that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live! From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 451. And Cecil, I have a question, man. What? It's 2019. Yeah. It's 2019. Do you have any resolutions? Resolutions. Resolutions. I was was talking to somebody about this the other day. Feeling resolute. That's my. And one of the things that people do is they set this arbitrary date to decide to improve yourself. Yeah. When you could just do it whenever. No. (laughs) No. That's okay. All right. Just you know, uh, all the fun just left the room. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. That's all right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I could. I'm gonna. <laughs> that was the fun leaving the room right now. I know what my I know what my resolutions are gonna be. I know what it's gonna be. All right, I'm gonna check Facebook more <laughs> <laughs> and retweet things. Oh, I don't know, god, I that is a yeah. great. What about plan. you? You got a plan? Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if you heard, but in my intro, I changed the uh, intonation you did. of my. Well, I was gonna mention it, and then I didn't want to make it weird. Of my voice. No, I'm, so. I, you know, I'm trying to be less predictable. I'm the wild. Card. Are, you the, well, are you, I, you the wild card? Well, he's the wild card. 
for Citation Need, yeah. I thought this show needs a wild card. Does it? Okay. And so I subtly changed some of the intonations of the, my intro. Are you the wild card, like poker wild card, or are you like the Uno wild card? Which one is worse? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can't draw four. I'm 40. Like, <laughs> draw Draw. <laughs> <laughs> Draw four. four. Four is big. Four. four. Four? Four is diesel. Four. I could get maybe four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy new year to happy everybody. Happy new year. Happy man. new year to everybody. That 2018 was, was a hell of a year. 2018 was a hell of a year. 2016 still goes down as I think one of the worst 2016 years. 2016 was a shitty year. one of the worst years ever. <laughs> 2016 was a dumpster fire. It was so bad. 2017 won great. <laughs> I like, I, I had a good yeah, 2018. You did, a good but a lot of people did not. I know. I, I will admit. Like, yeah, my, a lot of my people personal did not. 2018 yeah, a lot of scores people, in the top. A lot like of people I, didn't. 2018 kind of sucked politically. 2019, I've been reading a ton I'm scared of stuff. For 2019. Well, I've been, t- I've been reading a lot of stuff that basically says they're expecting something big to happen with the Trump thing pretty soon. I read an op-ed that was interesting that I thought like, oh, that's an exciting, that's an exciting prediction. It's just a bullshit op-ed prediction, right? So I'm not pretending it's yeah. otherwise. It's like a Lance Wellen prediction. Nah, like I, I, maybe a little, but I, <laughs> all right. Yeah. But it basically said, you know, 2019 might see Trump agree to vacate office in exchange, yeah. in exchange for immunity for him and his family. Him and his family, yeah. And I thought, oh, oh he doesn't care about his family that much. <laughs> I thought, I know, I know. I, th- I kind of thought the same thing. Like, oh, man, but yeah. like it's 2019 is going to be interesting. I do think we'll be in a recession. Yeah, I, I, I feel I think you're right, very man. confident that we'll be in a recession. I'm, I'm nervous, very nervous, actually, about 2019. In terms of like what it means for the the, the financial prospects. Will we have country. a wall at the end of 2019? Uh, fence? Yeah. Did you say fence? <laughs> I said a wall. Fence? I think you said fence. A wall. Fence. Build the fence. fence. That doesn't sound fence. as good. It doesn't sound as good. Tom, when erect you chant a it. fence. You no, that sounds a little better. That does sound a little we better. Did the first word I like, better. I like erect. <laughs> <laughs> we have erectile dysfunction on our fence. <laughs> we had a brand new a bunch of freshman congressmen and women sworn in. Oh, you can tell because you hear them throwing pennies at them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Whipping pennies at them. Somebody dumped their books in the hall. <laughs> they gave them a wedgie in the in the quarters. You know? in a fucking yeah. locker. Yeah. In the- <laughs> One of them walks in with a swirly. At <laughs> least telling the principal on everybody. But yeah, so we had a brand oh, new <laughs> we had a brand new freshman class sworn in. Um, and you know, it's interesting. One of the things uh, that was that I uh, uh, I saw in a couple of places was they were saying the era of divided government begins, is what they said. In a couple of places, and I'm thinking, begins? begins? Wait, where the fuck have you been, pal? Yeah. That's also the word I seized upon yeah. in that sentence. Begins? begins? Oh, as opposed to the bipartisan unitary yeah, no like yeah. the, the utopia we've yeah. been enjoying yeah, the every, all these many years. Yeah, the every day they sit down and sing kumbaya together. <laughs> the fuck? Where have you been to say it begins? Divided government begins. Uh, but they did swear in a brand new bunch of Congress people. Mm-hmm. And there's images of them, Tom, at New York Times, and the diversity on one side 
and huh. the white maleness of the other. <laughs> I will say there's a diverse number of eyes on the Republican side. Not everybody's bringing Not two everybody to the party. has two eyes. Not and everybody. so that's diverse. <laughs> well, let's scroll up a little bit yeah. because, you know, there's there are 10 newly elected senators, and this is actually encouraging. So there's three Democrats, there's seven Republicans. There are five women. Five women, yeah. Half of them so, yeah, that are newly elected. That's great news. Yeah. You know, that is that is great news, right? There's 101 newly elected uh representatives. Um, and you know, obviously there, there are more on the blue side than the red side, but the blue side isn't just blue. No, it's brown and it's yeah. white and it's, and there's it's, a hajib in here and yeah, it's, it's actually, it's, it's incredibly exciting. Yeah. There's a lot of women. There's a lot of young people too. You like look at the age diversity. Yeah. You scroll up and you just see, there's just like so many women that were, that are in this, this freshman class here. And then you look on the other side for the house, for the house. I'm going to count the women on the Republican side. Now, again, Tom said there's not as many people on the Republican side, but two. Am I seeing two? Yeah, there's two. So, like, like let's let's do some basic math. So, so there's two women. There's 37. So that's one sixteenth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah one sixteenth. And okay, so there's one sixteenth of the people on the on the right are women. Yeah. Uh, there is one thirty seventh on the right that are pirates. <laughs> so. <laughs> That dude is a badass. I'm telling you, they got Solid Snake to run from Metal Gear Solid on the fucking Republican side. He's turning me into a Republican. He's also turning me a little gay. I'll be perfectly honest. That is badass. Dude has an eye patch, like straight up eye patch. <laughs> because he's a Navy SEAL like who lost his eye in combat. And he lives in, and a, he, he lives in a fucking volcano lair somewhere. <laughs> he's got a straight up black fucking eye patch. <laughs> he does. He has a pirate <laughs> eye patch. Would you, if you, all right, if you had to go eye patch. Yes. Well, I, yes. I, yeah. Hard yes. Also, I'd wear one of those tricolor in her hats <laughs> that, that pirates wear. I'd, I'd wear one, one of my hands just to have the hook. Oh, yeah. I'd lop like, one of my legs to have the peg. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, I'd get pegged. Sure. <laughs> by yourself, by your own leg? <laughs> I'd get I'm pegged so by that guy. I wouldn't say no. Yes, you would. I'd be like, yes, sir. Yeah, no is not <laughs> what you say to that guy. <laughs> not to a guy who's willing to loosen high. <laughs> no. You kidding me? All right. And so the ladies account for one, two, three, 35. More than half, buddy. Oh, my gosh. 42 total women will join Congress in January. Of those 42 women, four. Four. This would have been easier to do the math off this, this grid guess, right here. Yeah. <laughs> four of them are Republican. The other 38 are Democrat. If you want to know who represents like a snapshot of the demography of America... You at know, least, I mean, at a least, party scale. at least for the ones that are newly elected. Now that still is probably much smaller women, right? When you compare, when you it compare, because the, the, there's, right. there's still 400 more people right. or whatever. But look are, at that trend line. Yeah, that trend line right there. That's the trend line you should see, right? Oh, about half of us are ladies, and about half of us are guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about half of us. Should, if you want to be actually fucking represented, yeah, we need more women's marches, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I really feel it's like effective. this is, and I also think this is directly. A result of Trump and his policies and his and his the way in which he has treated women in the past and the way in which he talks about women currently. When we got true progressives in. Yeah. Look at the amount of young people on that. Oh, yeah. Like when when you look on the right, there's a lot of like, you know, older white guys. Yeah. You know, you look on the left. There's still some older white guys. Hell of a lot less. A lot of young people. Didn't on the on the right. Didn't they elect a dead pimp? They did in in, in uh, Las Vegas. They, they elected, they elected a, dead a dead pimp. pimp. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who? 
Why are you sticking your hand to make him vote? <laughs> in the coin slot. What's great is in death, he would be the one getting violated. <laughs> you are watching the beginning and the birth of the new world order. And you want to call me crazy? Go to hell. Call me crazy all you want. All right, this is just amazing. This is from HuffPo. Rudy Giuliani goes full conspiracy theorist because he doesn't understand the internet. So this is just like, this is the fucking greatest thing. Rudy Giuliani has Twitter um, and he does not have the ability to use it properly because he wrote this. <laughs> Mueller filed an indictment just as the president left for G20. Now he wrote a period and then did not hit space. Then he wrote in July, he indicted the Russians who will never come here just before he left for Helsinki. Either could have been done earlier or later. Out of control supervision, please. So, but the problem is, is it? I don't know. God, it's that's just, the it worst. Yeah, it was a fucking mayor, man. I know. Communicate better. He's Twitter's the worst medium, but also like that doesn't even make, like make it two tweets. Yeah, look, if if the medium does not allow you to express yourself, use a different yeah, medium. Yeah, pick something else. Pick a different thing. Like don't, go to Instagram. Look, man, like <laughs> take a picture of your weird stroked out face. Not everything <laughs> has to be a fucking haiku. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just because you can doesn't mean you should. Doesn't so mean that's true, like the man. right way to do it. It's God. like I gotta write it five seven yeah. five. Yeah. Why? I I'm not real sure, but that's the rule and fuck. Like, yeah. All right. So he wrote G20 period IN. We didn't put a space. Well, that created a link, yeah. right? And so when that created a link, somebody was like, I am buying where this link goes. <laughs> so they bought it. They and, bought G-20.IN. Right. And it currently has a blog that just at the very top <laughs> says Donald J. Trump is a traitor to our country. <laughs> And then it's a link to a bunch of Trump yeah. stories. Yeah, it's a bunch of Trump stories. If you scroll down, it's just a bunch of Trump stories that have been posted on this. And not like Trump stories like, yeah, doing a great job. <laughs> like, not, uh, not a picture of him cutting a ribbon. That's right. for sure. It's not petting puppies. Yeah. So then he doubled, Rudy Giuliani, instead of being like, oh, that's embarrassing. I should delete my, <laughs> I should delete, my tweet. I because, should forget that this ever happened and hopefully right. everyone else will too. That's like It's like when you like yeah. scratch somebody's car in the parking yeah. lot and then you do what all good people do. You drive away. <laughs> And go to a different grocery store across town. <laughs> yeah, but it's but instead of erasing history <laughs> like right. he should have. It, it should have been like, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, or I'm just, just going to get rid it of it. And never mention know? it again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is what he did. Uh, he replied, first of all, to himself. Because this is replying to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> he replied to himself. Yeah. And he wrote, Twitter allowed someone to invade my text with a disgusting anti-president message. The same thing dash period no space dash occurred later and it didn't happen don't tell me they are not committed card carrying anti-trumpers time magazine also may fit that description fairness please <laughs> so uh he doesn't know how it works he doesn't know how it works at all and he's demonstrated an unwillingness to learn yet a willingness to be belligerent about his unwillingness to learn which i appreciate that's that's old man angry. That's Gran Torino oh, yeah. angry. You Do know you what I mean? Does he have? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's get off my lawn. Angry. It really is. Does, do you think he has like a staff that works with him, or is he there just must a, a, be a rogue? Staff. Like, no, he must have a staff. So what? Because then you got to figure what age is his staff then? Because uh, they yeah. clearly don't know. Because what should happen is what we you know that what should happen is is the moment. 
this this that he sends out that first initial tweet and then he tweets this one out. <clears throat> one of his under forty staff right. should walk up, slide their arm over him, and say, "Rudy, here's the deal, bud. You fucked up. You're kind of a fucking dullard. You don't know how <laughs> any of this stuff works. Just delete both those tweets and let's move on." They're still there. Yeah. December. 4th. Fourth, man. It's still up. It's still there. Because he doesn't know enough to be ashamed of himself. <laughs> like he's like so he is he is of that ilk that he is so convinced that he is right <sighs> that he doesn't know enough to be ashamed of his own fucking spectacular ignorance. <laughs> so Twitter, of course, went crazy. On some of these so are so amazing. Some of, some of these are so amazing. So First of all, there's like, there's one that's just a picture of, of from the Simpsons. It's just this, it's like a headline. Yeah. Old man yells at cloud. Yeah. And it has Rudy Giuliani superimposed in it. It's great. Oh, that's hilarious. I love that. My favorite, um, and I'm going to, I, 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 I don't know how to explain this. I don't know that I want to. What I want to do is I want to include a link so to this great. story. Scroll down until you see Helen Claire Dafour's Tweet, tweet. It is Tom and I saw it before we did the show. It's so, great. and we laughed until we <laughs> cried. It's so fucking funny. Her tweet response. I can't. You can't do better than that tweet response. So, uh, so Midnight John writes. So you have the audacity to brand yourself as a cybersecurity expert, but you don't even know how domain name registration works. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, somebody else. I would pay big money to watch someone explain to you what actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> This is so good. Tonight's episode uh, of Grandpa Can't Understand the Internet. Is <laughs> these are so good. Uh, you got to scroll through these and check these out. But Giuliani just can't find his ass with two hands. He's the perfect he is, like face of this uh, administration. Oh, yeah. An incompetent boob uh-huh. who doesn't understand at all, anything at all. Yeah. This is, this is, you know, we talked about it before. We talked about it a, buzz, a dozen times. People not qualified to yeah. be part. I mean, this oh. is a guy who ran, he ran a city during the biggest crisis it ever had. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Stop and think about that, guys. It could have been worse. Yeah. It just by chance wasn't, <laughs> you know, that's just a true thing you have to live with now. You know, I, I, I will say like, if you're in a position of, and I, and I do mean this, we've talked about this before, but I think it's a good rule. Like if you're in a position where you're communicating to the world and you're over 40 employ a 14 year old everything you write run it past a 14 yeah. year old yeah if they giggle yeah do not post that publicly you don't get it you wrote something obscene they think it's hilarious because yeah. <laughs> how many times does that happen oh yeah right yeah and like same shit here it's like employ a 14 year old is like Stupid, that's a link. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, let me yeah. fix it, old man. Yeah. Space. Yeah. <laughs> one key, one keystroke. Just like the Bible says, it's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space through people. I, I'm telling you, it's what all the ancients said. It's what they warned of. It's what we're dealing with. They're demons. I, I didn't think we'd have a chance to talk about Alex Jones again, buddy. Well. But I am, I am so gratified right now. Right Wing Watch, Alex Jones says Trump will strike back against the pedophile rings in 2019. My favorite thing about this is that he also like throws his own personal troubles in like while he's like, oh, I'm going to go after the pedophile rings and the censorship. Yeah, like, and the censorship he's people. Because like, yeah. I want to get, I mean, like I know they're fucking kids in yeah. my imagination, but you know, they're maybe. They're also kind of fucking me too. <laughs> maybe help me out too while you're yeah. 
Gotcha. Um, All right, it's great. Though. This is uh, this is Alex Jones from his uh, non YouTube show Infowars. Yeah, where can you find the show? Oh, bit shoot, maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a death to find life I lead. I take my chances, but I don't do it to you know make my money and be on TV like the Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. Did he just say minute. the Fall Guy? Wait a minute. Yeah, I just did. He say wait. Did he just like yeah, did he know, just mention? Wait, did he say Lee Majors? Yeah. Be like the fall guy, Lee Majors. <laughs> the fall guy. Do you remember that show? I remember that. It was a show. I've never watched it because, no, like it's like Hawaii Five-0 exactly. shit, right? Like, it's, like, it's, it predates. I remember it when I was a kid, it was on. Yeah. And it was like a stunt man, maybe. Maybe he was a stunt man. I vaguely remember this. Can we listen to him say death defying again? Because oh, yeah, he mush mouths this so wonderfully. Let's let's just start let's it all, all over. over. Let's start it all in the over. beginning. Like that show when I was a kid. I know it's a death defying life I lead. <laughs> death defying life I know it. I took a lot of oxy before the show. <laughs> but I don't do it to, you know, make my money and be on TV like the fall guy. No, you can't even be on YouTube. Does does the fall guy make money? Like, I think he's dead. Lee Isn't Majors that a fictional character, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a series. It was I like don't think then that's... Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> like, like, all right. We just died. Like that show when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. What, does, what, what is, is that? I liked that show when I was a kid. Greg Cecil, what else did you like when you were a kid? You know, I like, it's relevant. I like corn muffins. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when I was a uh, kid. Honey smacks. <laughs> um, I like warm socks out of the dryer. <laughs> I still like those. <laughs> Who doesn't like warm socks out of the dryer? I like it. I like it when I rent a car and then I. I pull up to the gas pump right the first time and it's going to like circle around like a shark. I like that a lot. I do it so my children will have a future. Though we should probably come in with a the fall guy next segment. Oh yeah, absolutely. You should come in with the fall guy here. Let's do it right now. <laughs> well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a What? <laughs> this is so 90s or late 80s. It's amazing. Hey, that feels like TV had been invented just for this. 80 to 86. Okay. TV <laughs> been <laughs> just like, you know, you know, it doesn't work on the radio. This fall guy thing. <laughs> I love Bill. Get on that TV thing. I love the, hold on, the conceit. Uh, for those of you who, you know, aren't a million, is an American action adventure television program produced for ABC and originally broadcast from November 4th, 81 to May 2nd, 86. It stars Lee Majors. Five years. It's called five seasons, maybe? Yeah. Lee Majors, Douglas Barr, and Heather Thomas Heather as, Thomas. and I love this. Hollywood stunt performers who moonlight as bounty hunter. <laughs> Let me tell you. How does that pitch yeah. go in the fucking I'll tell pitch you room? what. I would break. I would have a million warrants if Heather Thomas was the. I don't know her. When I was a kid, she was my like, oh, my gosh. I, that was I, your. That was your. I uh, feel when I talk about her, I feel like my voice is changing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Heather yeah. Thomas. Oh, oh, goodness gracious. Needs me. I'm going to take a few minutes. And remember her real hard, oh, Caliente. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, let's go ahead and go to the first call here. Let's go to Wild Man in Illinois. Thanks for holding and about to say Happy New Year. Go ahead. Wild Man in Illinois. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm leaving. Oh, <laughs> Just, Jesus. What? 
you know, a guy who names himself, who nicknames himself Wild Man is the least. <laughs> he's like a he's like a dainty pug eating a little tiny bone. You know, he's, like, he's the least wild man ever. A hundred dollars says he's got truck nuts. <laughs> And he's missing one of his own. Yeah. <laughs> and a, and one of those gun racks in the back. Right. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And in need of a root canal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not, not just one. Not no. just, yeah, you don't need just one. Alex. Welcome. Yeah. Going into 2019, what Trump's got to do to save America, he's got to declassify FISA, expose... Jesus Christ, stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what Trump's got to do. All right. It's straight from the wild man's mouth to your ears. All right, y'all got to listen up. Come on back now. Now, I had to borrow this accent because we don't have one in Illinois. I, I, loaned, I, I got one. I borrowed one. It's all right. <laughs> this guy's amazing. He's one of those yell talkers. Just like, I have a cheeseburger. To save America, he's got to declassify FISA. With the whole thing? Just declass, declassify all foreign intelligence? It's all for uh, just Expose the corruption. Arrest the traitors. And arrest the pedophiles. That's how he saves America. My opinion. Well, I don't know how that's, that's going to help he the saves economy. America. Yeah, like, all right. I mean, if America's full of pedophiles, like, that would be a problem. We should fix that, right? <laughs> Can't walk down the street in Chicago with a guy opening his coat and be like, <laughs> hey, buddy, want to buy a kid? And he doesn't even have full kids in there because that's too heavy. He's just got the fuckable parts he cut off, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, Chicago's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of meatpacking. Yeah. <laughs> I saves America. My opinion, an over-the-road trucker, hardworking, honest man, that's what I believe. I agree. Victory or death, he's now, looks like he's cleaning house. He's getting rid of all the double agents. And the word is Trump is going to go into battle now. We're talking, he's going to strike back uh, against the censorship. He's going to strike back against the pedophile rings. It's already begun. He's is he going to strike back against the Rebel Alliance, too? Is that, <laughs> is that what he's going to do? Gonna, he's cleaning house. And by cleaning house, I mean a lot of people are quitting. <laughs> he's cleaning uh, house. He's cleaning his cabinet every week. He's yeah. scraping up. It's eventually, literally, he's going to have a piece of macaroni as his, <laughs> like one of the heads of state. Like his secretary of state's going to be a piece of cream at rack macaroni. Like uh, cream at. <laughs> I love it. Like he's cleaning house. Like eh, people are quitting in protest yeah. and then writing letters. That are passive aggressive shots across the bow about how he's the worst. Did you see uh, his reaction to Mattis where he said he basically fired him? Did you hear about no, this? No, what? So he said something to the effect of he was getting, he was, uh, it was such jibber jabber. He was getting interviewed and he's giving his um, first cabinet meeting. And was anyone there? <laughs> the press won't miss him. The press loves this guy yeah. and they want to get everything they can. And so. He's talking and he's doing his thing where, where he says, well, you know, you saw Mattis in Afghanistan. What he did was not good. Wasn't good. <laughs> he didn't do good. And so Obama basically fired him. And I pretty much did the same thing. I double said. fired him he after said, he was no, fired. You didn't. No, he quit. He, he quit. That guy quit. You because, can't fire somebody yeah. after they quit. It's like, it's, you have no power over me. I think that's his only like. Oh, I shit. Can I fire you now? Can I, yeah. can I fire you from a job you get after this wanted, one? What do I do? I wanted to fire you in a, in a sort of like a retroactive way right. because you pissed me off because you quit because you, you made it seem like I didn't know what I was talking about. Well, so I mean like, 
the people that are leaving his administration are all universally like, it's chaos. John yeah. Kelly's like, that's chaos. Yeah. It's fucking madness. Yeah. Madness is like, this guy is a bad decision machine. Yeah. McChrystal came out and is like, the president is fucking amoral. Like, people are, I mean, Mitt Romney shot at him. Did you see the Mitt yeah. Romney thing? Mitt Romney's a, now yeah. a senator. They're so. talking, they're talking now. I read an article that was like the Republicans are concerned that they might have, instead of just an incumbent, they might have a primary. In 2020. I saw that. I saw that there was there was going to be some talk about whether or not there's going to be a primary. That would be amazing. I don't know that he's going to make it that long. Like the way, it, I mean, like, like a lot of people were talking about it before, but I thought the, De the Democrats were going to come in and kind of be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. But early on, they're talking about, we're going to subpoena Opening this. Up we're going to subpoena this. We're going to go look. Because they have, they want 10 the years House of the tax has, records. yeah, the House has, the House is trying to pass a bill. It won't go past the Senate and it certainly wouldn't get, it would definitely get vetoed by Trump, but they've already penned a bill that said anybody who runs for office in the future, you have to present 10 years of your taxes and your vice president's taxes. And they go on a website and everybody can look at them. Yeah, They're good. trying to set that up because the gentleman's word that was the uh, norm for, for 40, 40 years? years is not the norm anymore right. because he blatantly ignored it because it's like, he's like the asshole who goes into the fucking art museum in Chicago and he's like, suggested donation. Fuck you. <laughs> and then he walks right in. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, like he's an asshole. Right. And the thing is, is people fucking just trusted the system to work because that's how it's always been done. But we've noticed a couple of things. They blew shit up with the nuclear option a couple of years ago. All these gentlemen agreements are going right out the window. Yep. Put this shit, memorialize this shit in a law that can't be changed. Then you're going to fucking make sure that these people that would never, and, and I, I truly believe this. And I, I can be wrong, yeah. right? I can be wrong, but I definitely believe that this is true, that he would have never got elected. If, if his, tax if his taxes were available? were available. I don't think he would have. Yeah, been. maybe. Maybe not. Because I think it would have shown some serious misconduct. I was listening to a podcast this week where they're talking about his father's wealth and the amount of money his father had and how they got it to his son. Oh, yeah, that's and, crazy. I listened to the oh same Oh, my show. gosh, it's yeah. nuts. All the stuff that went on, all the shady deal. I mean, blatant the, fraud. Oh, absolutely, like crazy. They've uncovered blatant fraud, but it's past the statute of limitations. They can't do anything about it. But what's amazing to me is like, Nobody cares. Yeah. Like, like all this stuff that we talked about this last week, like all this stuff is known. And like, at some point we're just sort of like shrugging, like, ah, you know, I know, I know he raped a baby, but whatever. I mean, we never, you know, he'll, he cares about the rust belt or whatever the yeah. fucking excuse is. Like he's angry the way I like my anger, you know, with fucking the right sauces on it or whatever. Yeah. I don't get it anymore. Well, I think that a lot of people are going to eventually turn on him because you're good. What you have right now is we're running into a recession. Wall Street's taking a shit. So even the people that are rich, oh, yeah. they're starting to feel a pinch. Well, it's because he's a bad decision yeah. machine. If, he's if, a short-term cost cutter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, man, if, if you're, if a lot of your money is tied up into the stock market and you're a rich person and you're starting to take a tank, you're going to have a different viewpoint when it comes time yeah. for 2020. Yeah. And you're not going to be putting money towards him and you're not going to be making sure that he doesn't get reelected because what you want is that epic growth that they bet we've had for the last 10 years since Bush. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. Well, I mean, it, you know, it's funny because for, for a long time, people are like, oh, well, you know I mean? W what you got to look at is the stock market. And then you say, well, the stock market is not actually an indicator of how people are actually doing, but 
you know, because a lot of people don't understand how the economy as a as a whole relates to the stock market, and that the two are not co-equal. Yeah, they're not equal. Um, you know, there was always a, a a narrative that could be spun by the Trump administration said, "Look how great the markets are doing. Look how great the markets are doing." And then he would say, "The economy is so strong. Look how great the markets are doing." And even though those two things don't necessarily correlate, and even though most people don't have very much individual personal net gain when the markets go up or down, right? Or net loss when the markets go down. Most of us are not tied up heavily in the markets, right? Most of us spend most of the money we make every week. Yeah. So <clears throat> for most people that that doesn't actually do much. Maybe it affects your 401k, but it's not money. That's money that's down the road money. That's not immediate. How do I pay for grocery bills money? So, but but he was conflating the two on purpose because while there were a lot of indicators like wage stagnation, et cetera, that the economy wasn't really doing very well for most people on the ground. He could point at Wall Street. He could point at the Dow. Right. Now he can't point at anything. The jobs aren't paying money that you right. know is, is able to like a living wage. And then you have the stock market starting to go down or there's no wage growth. You know, there's, it, it's a bad economy. It's not a good economy. No, it's a very weak it's economy. A, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a very fragile yeah. economy. And it, yeah, and, and we're, mm-hmm. we're going to see, I think, you're, I think you're right. I think in the next year, we're going to see a, a dip for sure. Yeah, well, and, and a lot of the growth, a lot of the economic stability over the last several years was propped up by a handful of tech companies buying back their own stocks. So that's a huge part of, yeah. of the growth that we saw. It's not, it's not true growth. You should strike back against the deep state. Uh, he's going to strike back against all the criminal activity of Comey and Mueller being Russian operatives. So just now they're Russian. Comey and Mueller are now. That's the new. That's the new story. Is that they are now Russian operatives? I I don't know that I've ever heard them called Russian operatives, but they've certainly called them. You know that they're out to, out to get Trump. It's so funny that there is very likely actual Russian interference and and actual Russian operatives interfering with our elections. Yes, yeah. and then. The, the people that we've tasked with sussing that out are now being flipped. Like the, the yeah. narrative just flips it. It's like, well, maybe they're the operatives. We're not, because at some point you can't deny anymore that there is Russian influence, right? So once you get to that point where you can't deny anymore, any longer there's Russian influence, then you, all, all you do is, is change the actors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting how many people will be like, Oh, now I can make the pieces fit the way I want them to fit again. Now that puzzle is kittens. It, was, it wasn't looking like kittens for a little while there. I can't, I just can't get my head around the, the fact that people hear this stuff. They hear that, you know, a guy, lifelong Republican in Mueller, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A, a guy who worked in Republican administrations who has not shown himself to be partisan really at all. No, no, right? that guy's... And I say a, Republican in the sense that, you know, he's Republican. He's He tells people he's Republican, right. but he, and he has been for decades, yeah. right? So the only reason I bring it up, not because he is partisan, but because he's been so nonpartisan his yeah. whole career. He has been every article, and I've read many, every article that I have read about, about Mueller has basically said that he is the last Boy Scout, that he is unassailably ethical that he is absolutely like he he is the most milk toast of milk toast that he is he's there he wakes up he puts on the same suit the same shirt the same tie he goes to work he just puts his head down and does the job and is uninfluenced by dreams of power by you know he is is basically the uncorruptible last boy scout 
nobody they can't they can't find anybody well, to talk shit about you, they, they tried to get that one guy remember like one guy who was like yeah Mueller grabbed some some woman's ass who used to work was for like, him. I won't take money to, to yeah. bad mouth this man. And then yeah. the, the, the questions devolved into, are you ready for federal prison? prison. Yeah, and your fly is down. <laughs> <laughs> so even those incompetent boobs right. couldn't make hay with this guy. And you can't, like, there's no way that you could say that Comey, who, like, fucking torpedoed the Clinton campaign yeah, at I the know. fucking penultimate moment. Did we, did we forget about and that? Like, and we're looking at him and saying, like, uh, now he's on the Democrats' side. What are you fucking high? Yeah. The reason we don't have President Clinton is because of the release of the, uh, because of the way that Comey behaved around yeah. the emails yeah. at the fucking last possible moment, casting a shadow of doubt minutes before yeah. the fucking election. Absolutely. That is very likely the reason we don't, we're not saying I, President yeah, Clinton. I can't imagine right any other reason, right? I mean, uh, because that, look, you look at the timing of all that. And that happened right around the time of the fucking Inside Edition or right. Access Hollywood tapes. What I don't remember what it, was it is. It was like a day or two later. It was a couple days of, b between the two. And we're going to look at that guy? That fucking guy? We're going to be like, mm, probably a deep state yeah, operative probably a deep working state. against yeah, was, the trumpet. Yeah. The guy who got you elected is yeah. working against you? That doesn't even make any sense. I'm saying, another note, I've spent over $3,000 in your store this year. I'm a loyal supporter, and uh, thanks for great products. Yeah, well, you know, you do sound like you have lead poisoning. So sense. <laughs> I got a lot of those penis and bigamet pills. <laughs> I'm still waiting for I the embitterments. I got that ultramind stuff you sell. <laughs> I feel like my IQ points has gone up. <laughs> do you like to fuck? Well, the guys at Cognitive Dissonance want to help you out. It doesn't matter if you fuck yourself, someone else, or lots of someone else's. Their sponsor, AdamandEve.com, has all kinds of things to make fucking more interesting and more fun. Right now at AdamandEve.com, if you type in Glory at checkout, you get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. AdamandEve.com. Treat your genitals to a good time. This, I... Oh, for fuck's sake, Fortune. This is from Fortune magazine. Trump claims most furloughed government workers are Democrats. Um, he's made a several claims about the furlough, about what the government shut down. Um, can I? Can you scroll down a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure, so absolutely. Read what he actually said. Just so that they, he said, uh, "Have the Democrats finally realized that we desperately need border security and a wall on the southern border? Need to stop drugs. Period. Human trafficking." gang members and criminals from coming into our country. Do the Dems realize that most of the people not getting paid are Democrats? Huh. It's interesting because well, there's two takes on that, I guess. The first take is, is don't you want to protect your own mm -hmm. Democrats? Or I guess the other take would be that. Well, it's our fault. We had it coming. Right? Yeah. It's, it, I guess the other take would be, it's, it's the, 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 the that, that, it's our fault, and so we're reaping what we sow. I I don't know that there's any good way to take that. I, I don't think that there's a good. I don't think there's a good way to take that, except for like you're burning your own house down. Stupid is kind of what I think he's saying. Like, don't you realize you need all this stuff? You're only hurting yourselves. Most of the government workers are Democrats. Are Democrats. I don't think that there's any reason to believe. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, yeah. I certainly offers as is often the case absolutely no evidence whatsoever, but also it wouldn't matter if it was true because that's not the reason like the federal government employees who just got like furloughed 
They are not the reason that the government is shut down. Sure. So like whatever their fucking individual personal party affiliations are literally has nothing at all to do with the reasons and the motivations for the government shutdown. It, the two don't relate yeah. in any way yeah. except for, for him to be like, well, you had it coming, you big dumb poopy heads. Well, <laughs> yeah. But then like what cracks me up is he makes another comment. I don't remember if it's earlier or later at some point because I can't keep track of his timeline. Sure. Where he said basically like the government workers love this shutdown. They want me to secure the borders. And then the the union for government workers was like, no, we unequivocally oppose this shutdown. Yeah, we, we're not a fan of this shutdown. Right. So it's like, wait a minute. Are they a bunch of people that do support the wall? In which case, they're probably not Democrats. Yeah. Or are they according to this Democrats? <laughs> they can't. None of it would matter, but also they can't both be true. Right. It can't, all, it can't be simultaneously true. You know what's interesting to me? We, had, uh, we have had discussions about um, very qualified people being in office. But I will say, this is the point when they shut this government down. This is the point that I do wish that somebody who did live at some point in their life, paycheck to paycheck, was in office. Yeah. So they understood what this means to people because they don't think they get it, right? Like Trump certainly doesn't get it. He doesn't know what not going without a week's pay would mean to a regular family, right? He doesn't know what that means because he's never had to do it. You know, he's never, right. he's been rich his whole life, but this bull, it's bullshit what he has to say anyway about how he only got a million dollars, whatever. He made a lot of money off of a lot of different things, but it, it, that's bullshit anyway. Even if you only got a million dollars, right? There's still yeah. a lot of goddamn money, a lot more yeah. money than a lot of other people have. Right. And so I don't care. You have to be pretty either, either you have planned a lot or be pretty well off in the sense that you make a lot of money to not be affected by this in a pretty dramatic way. I think most Americans, yeah. most Americans would be affected by this. Yeah, the statistics absolutely bear that yeah, out. Most a, Americans yeah, are paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, in a couple of weeks, yeah. would start to really feel the pinch to this. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember who said it. Um, shit, I'm trying to remember who said it. Is it a Republican senator or a congressman, a congressman of some kind said something like, you know, there's no reason to worry um, unless people, you know, are dumb enough not to have set aside some money. His quote is his quote is horrifyingly out of touch. It was a few weeks ago. Hang on, let me let me find it real quick. All right, Representative Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. Um, he he thinks that the this is going to be harmless. Um, and here is what he said on Thursday night. He told a political reporter that since Congress typically provides back pay to federal employees after a shutdown, doing without pay for days, weeks, or even months doesn't really matter. Here's his quote: "Quote." Who's living that they're not going to make it to the next paycheck? Yeah. <gasps> what? Yeah. He's that fucking stupid. Um, and then, you know, what's, what's, what's interesting is says, according to data from the Federal Office of Personnel Management, probably many federal workers, thousands of Pennsylvanians work in federal jobs that pay less than $44,000 annually. The bottom 20% of American households have an average savings of less than $8,750 meaning for many going without a paycheck or two could present real financial hardship. It's understandable that Perry himself doesn't worry very much about skipping a paycheck. As a member of Congress, Perry gets an annual salary of 174000 
His personal financial disclosure, disclosure reveals he has at least half a million dollars in assets as well. Yeah, so, so, so of course, like, he owns his house, right? Right. Like, the thing is, is like, what's going to hit you or me or, you know, our listeners? Mm -hmm. What's going to hit him is the mortgage payment, the car payment. We don't buy things outright. Right. We buy things on credit, man. Right. That's the only way we can afford them. Everybody, I can't, yeah. I can't afford a house unless I buy it on credit. Like, I had to buy it on credit for a real long time, man. <laughs> it's not like I get it next year and it's mine. I'm a fucking 29 more years in my house. right. right. I got to fucking pay it off and I got to pay it off by the month. And if you miss a payment, you miss two payments. What happens? How many, how much money do I have to pay now in late fees in trying to catch up? Now I got to play catch up for the rest of the year. Plus the damage to your credit. Yeah. The cost of borrowing just increased for everything that you're going to do. You lose credit cards, you lose credit lining increases and changes. It's incredibly expensive to lose a paycheck. Yeah. It's incredibly expensive. Most people can't lose one paycheck. And it's, you know, the crazy thing is it's not like they got warning and it's not like they got, you know, oh, I can, I can go get another job. They could get called back to work tomorrow. Yeah. So what are they supposed to do? They just live in fucking limbo for how long? While this fucking whatever this is, what do you this think? game of chicken. What do you think of these shutdowns? <clears throat> I think these are bullshit. Oh, they're horrible. They're horrible. This is a way to play, to use the economy to play chicken with people's lives. To see who blinks first, you know? How do we get ourselves into this situation? I mean, it's like, it's a kind of appalling that they use this group of people. And this is millions of people that are, yeah. you know, going to be held I mean, hostage. Yeah, that are held, held economically hostage. hostage. You know, I don't know how many people the federal government employs. Yeah, but this is 800,000 people. This is 800,000 currently, right? Right. right. Um, you could, I mean, you're looking at a, a, like close to a million people. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people in the, in the, in the economy. Huge number. The, the places that these people service aren't being either open or aren't being serviced currently. They're saying the garbage is piling up in like national parks. Certain museums are closed, I guess, because of this or the whatever. The EPA is shut down. Yeah, the entire EPA yeah. is shut down. So, you know, or most of it is shut down. We have, you know, a lot of things that are, uh, that are, that are run by these people because we, we trust that they're going to run them. And then we, we just basically just are like, yeah, you just don't have a job for the next couple of well, weeks. I mean, like file your taxes. It's June yeah. 3rd, right? Yeah. But you won't get your refund. Yeah. Your taxes, by the way, are still due. So your tax returns are still due. But if you file your taxes, you're not getting a refund during this shutdown. Your refund will not be processed. The IRS is not processing refunds because they're closed. Yeah. And right they now. will be, and they will be for, <clears throat> I mean, the way Trump is talking and the way the other side is talking is that neither side is willing, the, the, the Democrats went to him, I think, I think today with several bills and they had presented them to him and said, these are bills that will get our government working for 30 days. So we could at least hash out the idea about what's going on with this wall. We can talk about it a little, yep. but we're going to get people back to work and get these parks back open and get things running again. And uh, he refused. He right. refused because he doesn't want to look weak. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. And that's, uh, I, I read a couple of articles that that's exactly what was said is if I back down now, I will look weak. Yeah. I mean, he said it out loud. Yeah, right. Out loud and Confirmed everything. Confirmed by a number, yeah. of, number of number of people. officials. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, no, it'll look weak. And so he won't do it because he, because he knows his base would hate it. Right. If he looks weak. And, and uh, I think a lot of his base doesn't rely on this, but I think there's a lot of his base should be empathetic to not getting a paycheck and 
Well, I think a lot of his base, you know, there's a lot of people that look at their tax refund, for example, as a, as a yearly savings account. There's going to be people that file their taxes and are waiting for that refund. And oh, normally yeah. they get it a few days and you're not going to get it until... See what happens. You know, it's not like they reopen the government and then you get your tax refund. Oh, no, they got a backlog now. Backlog. Yep. Yep. So eat shit on that. Mm. You know, this will trickle down to people. Yeah. People, yeah, it sounds like, you know, it's kind of like the cake baking problem, right? It's like, oh, the national parks are closed. I don't go to the national parks. What's the big deal? But, you know, 800,000 workers aren't working at fucking Yosemite. The federal government employs a shit ton of people and they perform a tremendous number of services that are yeah. all happening in the background of your life yeah. that you don't have to think about. Yeah. And they're not happening right now. They're just not. And we will all feel the pinch of that at some point if this drags on. It will. I think it sounds like it will because it doesn't sound like he's going to buckle on this well, at all. And that's 800,000 people out there not spending money, right? Keeping that's 800,000 people out there who are not pushing the economy forward during a fragile moment. Yeah. Right. And it's and it's growing more fragile by the day. Mm -hmm. That China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's very, very large uh, brain. I search from Right Wing Watch. It's also just fucking everywhere. You find this story everywhere. Trump supporters want to buy the wall themselves. Uh, so a GoFundMe was started. Oh, goddamn GoFundMe was started um, by Trump supporters to uh, build the wall. Now, you know, there's a thousand miles of border. Um, Trump's looking ultimately he wants five billion in this bill. He wants ultimately twenty billion dollars. See, I hadn't heard the twenty billion dollar yeah. figure. Oh yeah, so, that's, that's yeah. Okay, wow. That that's what that's it's called. A, lot. a thousand miles of yeah. of wall. Well, he's not even calling it yeah. a wall anymore. You now just, it's a called a fence security. Company, yeah, and they were like, no, there's the, the lowest <laughs> quote I can go. He got three quotes and he brought them in, and Judge Judy was like, no, I'll take the lowest <laughs> one. Do you know what else is interesting about this? Is that you know, I think people think. Some people, people who who don't live near where the proposed wall would be, I think some people believe that the wall will be on the actual border. That is not, that has never been the case. That's never been the plan. I, I, I don't know if people really understand that. You can't build a wall on the border. First of all, the Rio Grande is the border. So you can't build it in would the Would it water. be a floating wall? <laughs> <laughs> So, and you can't build it immediately next to the water because of flooding and erosion. And, and also just like the ground, there's probably not very right. good for it. So what's going to happen if they build this stupid fucking thing is we have to invade Mexico, take a little bit of their land and build it there. Well, no, we're going to use eminent domain to take the land from citizens oh. that own this land. That's fine. Then we're going to build a, a wall further inland to our border because you're not going to build a squiggly wall either. You know, like. You're going to build a wall further in on <laughs> private land. It'd be awesome if it followed the Rio Grande perfectly. perfectly. If it's just <laughs> equal no reason, yeah. Equal distance back. The, yeah, it's equal distance yeah. to the river and it just goes all goofy all the time. And then you'll have a weird no man's land yeah. from the point of the wall forward that, you know, that land has to be. Yeah, it could be miles. Maintained yeah. and patrolled. Like, plus, like you build a wall if you don't maintain the wall and if you don't patrol the wall. You, you then you don't have a wall. useless wall. Yeah, right. Because like if you if there's a stretch of wall a hundred miles long that nobody's patrolling and nobody's maintaining, they're just gonna yeah. knock a hole in the wall or or, or you know climb it with a ladder. Yeah, we have defeated walls in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the wall has never been defeated before. It's just like see the Mongols. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like people like walking into it over and over again like zombies. Just, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 
They're bouncing up it. And then they're like, they're like that pong game where they bounce off it and then they walk into the river and they bounce back and they keep going back and forth. No, instead they're gonna be like, well, we built it. We know how to get off. <laughs> yeah, so he's got a GoFundMe that it's up to Tom. It's up to almost nineteen million dollars. And you did a little back of the envelope calculation before we started right. um, to figure out. Now this is a this is a couple of conceits. Right. The first is is that the amount of income currently, because it's been going for seventeen days, would be about one point one million in perpetuity right. per day Pace of, yeah, that that yeah. would, it would not be diminishing returns, which is what they're clearly experiencing. <laughs> it's not diminishing no. returns. No. It would continue right. to be at the same rate. How long Tom, would it take us to fund the, the, and you gave him, you gave him 5 billion out of the treasury. Right. I said, I said, he's going to get his five. He's going to get his five. So it's yeah. $15 billion. He's got 18 and 18.8 18. million. And at this rate, it's only going to take about 40 more years. 40. Four decades for this GoFundMe. Will, will Trump be around to see this? <laughs> yeah, Trump will be like 112 years old or some shit. Oh, you know what was so funny is there was a tw- a tweet that went out um, that someone retweeted, and I had to double check to make sure it was real, and it was real. Someone had tweeted when they had just reached five million. So when they they tw- they tweeted out uh-huh. when they reached five million. This is one of these MAGA people on Twitter. When they reach five million, because their goal is is point is a billion is a is point uh, one point zero billion, right? They tweeted out after reach five million. Halfway there, guys. <laughs> Halfway there, because five million <laughs> is half a billion. What I love so much about that, what I love so much about that is the the people who posted on Reddit. We're so bitchy about the math. It was so funny. They're like, yeah, you know, we just got there. We just got 5 million and they put, it was like 24,000 million to go. <laughs> 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 the 24, yeah, 24,000 million, I think was what they said or something. It was so funny. Like whatever. Yeah, I don't remember what the math was, but the math was hilarious. Uh, two, two quick things of note uh, before we navigate away. Um, the first is like, isn't it amazing to look at your president and be like, he's so effective. We had to basically create the fuck it. We'll do it ourselves, we'll do it ourselves model. model. Yeah. You know, this because, is the ultimate bootstraps wall. Right. Cause he'd be like, Trump said he's going to build a wall. Yeah. But our leader can't get it done. Can't do it. We love him so much. We'll do it ourselves. And it has his photo on it. And it's a, it's an, it's a nice photo. Right. They're in this. They are in some way praising him. Isn't this a bad, isn't the very fact of this, a, a demonstration of his abject failure yeah, his to fulfill his promise. Absolutely. It's his incompetence. Also, I want to read what it says. Okay. The wall is being built. All caps. We are releasing full plan next week. So <laughs> evidently the Asians are building it. <laughs> they didn't, even, they all, didn't uh, even spell check this. Uh, we are they didn't use Grammarly. <laughs> full plan. Yeah. I, what, you we know, have full backing from people you love and trust. It's happening. It's happening. Just let shh, let it happen. Let it happen. You know, it's it's funny. There's a couple of comments that I want to make. One is, I thought we were going to get Mexico to pay the pay for the wall. That's what he campaigned on. He just said again recently that that Mexico yeah is going to pay for the wall yeah. that he needs yeah. that he shut down the government yeah. to fund. I also want to point confusing. out too. What does this say about you? This was this was posted 17 days ago. Mm-hmm. 
December 16th. What does this say about you, the donator, that during the Christmas season, you decided to give money to this thing? You know, this isn't, this isn't a tiny amount of money. We're talking about, I'm looking at 275, 20, 80, 100. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, that's just right. scrolling down, right? There's some 10s in there and 20s. But there's a couple of substantial amounts of money. Mm-hmm. What does that say about you that you would decide to do this instead of giving it to like a fucking food pantry during Christmas where somebody could actually get a food? You instead, you you would rather donate money to your own xenophobia than donate yeah, money right? to somebody else actually getting a food. Yeah. It's it's donating to the I'm scared of the monster under the bed. Exactly. Fun, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I need a spray that keeps <laughs> monsters from getting me. Exactly. Instead of donating to somebody who could actually use that money. Right. And especially during Christmas time. Right. Especially during the time, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season, guys. Remember when Jesus traveled from Nazareth? No, we don't remember anything like that. You Fuck remember, you. Remember when Jesus built a wall between Israel and Palestine? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is from Right Wing Watch. Bill Mitchell explains how Trump is like Abraham, David, Solomon, and Han Solo. <laughs> Was he? Solo. Is he covered in carbonite? <laughs> He's stuck in one position. Well, it makes sense. He does shoot first. He does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is uh, this is uh, Bill Mitchell from his kitchen, which has a very nice stainless steel appliance in it. I believe that this is God's country, and I believe that uh, he is uh, that uh, Donald Trump is his man that he's chosen for this time. People say, why would Donald, why would uh, uh, God pick a man like would they would they bet 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 is that how they would say it? <laughs> Is that how they would, they would say it, Bill? They would porky pig that shit. Jesus <laughs> Christ. This time, people say, why would, Donald, why would uh, uh, God pick a man like Donald Trump? Look back throughout the Bible. Donald Trump is exactly the kind of man that God has picked throughout time. Why? Why would God pick the Abrahams? Why would he pick the Davids? Why would he pick the, the, uh, uh, the Samsons? Why would he pick the uh, Solomons? Why would he pick the, the Pauls, who was, who was Saul and used to murder Christians and ended up writing about, uh, about half of the New Testament? Why would he pick these people? Because they, were, they could easily co-opt your shitty fucking death cult and use it against people. That's why. Because you're so fucking gullible throughout history that you believe they were chosen by God and they fucking manipulated you. And they're still doing it today because you're so stupid, you don't realize you're being manipulated. Like, I mean, really? I know. It's, it, it's, that is the truest thing you the, could say about especially that. Especially yeah. the Paul thing, uh-huh. right? When they, whenever anybody brings up Paul, like, oh, I had a change of heart. Yeah, you had a fucking jerk me off change of heart. Yeah, because he could manipulate you. He could use your own shit against you, and he realized it. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, how fucking hard is this? Do we know that he existed? I don't even know if he existed. You know what I mean? I, like, because if I were going to write a story where, and I wanted to tell you about the sure. wonders of bibbity boppity boo or whatever this fucking nonsense is, like, wouldn't it be a great story to say that there was this guy who didn't believe and then God opened his eyes and it changed his heart and then he became like, wouldn't it, wouldn't that just be an elementarily obvious thing to say? Cause remember like, and these guys seem to lose sight of this, but you can literally write anything down. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. It doesn't have to have ever happened. And, and you know, you're right. I'm trusting their accounts, right? right? I'm trusting their account. And, and when I say, and when I say that, I don't know. I, I seriously don't know if you're if it's right or wrong because yeah. I don't know enough about Bible history. And I don't to know. Either. I mean, maybe somebody out there knows. Yeah. But I, I, you're, you know, you're absolutely right. Just because you wrote it down doesn't mean it happened, man. Yeah, right. And just because you, just because you wrote it down 
doesn't mean it happened that way to the historical person, right? Like, because there's plenty of people who just say things that aren't true. That's not a new thing we invented (laughs) recently. (laughs) I I love, too, that when he's talking about Trump here, he's like, well, why in the world? Why would we pick? Why would we pick this guy? And we hear this constantly over uh-huh. and over and over again. And it's so telling. It's like that that survey question, like, when did you stop beating your wife? Yeah, I know. It's so telling. <laughs> You're just like, no, you guys think he's terrible too, man. Yeah. You guys all think he's terrible too, but he's just your kind of terrible. Why do you pick these people that have got that had you know uh, failings and 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 uh, some not so great things in their past, and not not necessarily tremendously known as pious people, and use them to save the world? Why? Because then we know it's God. Well, because the change of heart story makes sense if yeah. there's a change of heart needed, <laughs> right? It's a, that story literally has no inspirational power if it's like, well, I already believed, and then I believed more later. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, <laughs> who writes that one? Well, and also, Tom, wait, aren't, you, aren't you like hedging your bets by being able to say anybody can be God's instrument then? Well, of course. You know you what are. I mean? Like, that's all you're doing is hedging your yes. bets. You're like, yeah, well, Pious people can be God's servant, but so can bad people. Yeah, right. And that way I can point to anyone and say they're God's servant. God just used the most pious and the most perfect all the time to save the world. We would just assume what was these guys were so pious and perfect, they did it. But when he takes somebody who had some uh, needed a redemption arc, okay, and he uses them to save the world, then it's like, wow, that's amazing. And it's like Han Solo. And, and... Well. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, he's appealing to the yeah. kids now. <laughs> Hey, fellow kids. Hey, I also saw a movie. You guys in like the 80s. <laughs> those laser sword space guns, right? Yeah. And, and Star Wars. You know, Han Solo was, was a hero from the very beginning. He was a great guy. It would have made God of a boring story. Yeah, okay, yeah, Galactic Hero saved the universe. You know, he was Mr. Clean. Oh, we get that. But he was a, a rapscallion. He was a smart. He's a rapscallion. Was he a scoundrel, sir? Was he a ruffian? Was he a ne'er do well? <laughs> rapscallion. Those that are, word is going in my vernacular. Uh, those, those are delicious on a salad, though. Uh, a rapscallion. Nice, I nice love and it. thin. Oh, I love it. Very nice. Smuggler. He was the bad guy. He was the bad guy that was going to, you know, I remember when Luke was on the ice planet in that big. It's Hoth, oh. motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you fucking go there. <laughs> Hoth, bitch. I'll fucking come at the screen, motherfucker. This is another <laughs> thing that didn't happen, though. It's just something somebody It's just something out. somebody put <laughs> <laughs> a good example. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember that one movie about space? That happened in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. You know, Sasquatch grabbed him. And, it's uh, a wampa! <laughs> it's a wampa, motherfucker! I'll fucking kill you! Fuck you! You don't even know what you're this talking about! First of all, it would be a Yeti by... Exa- okay, you're, you're, you can't even analogize right. The fucking wampa, fuck off! Uh-huh, I was like, I'm leaving, I'm out of here. You know, and Lay's like, oh yeah, I expected that of you. And the audience is like, oh, Han, how can you do that, Luke? You know, he's in trouble, he's in trouble. And then Luke all of a sudden, or Han all of a sudden shows up and, and Kat finds Luke and saves Luke. And you're like, yes, that's redemption arc, folks. Redemption arc. And that's, uh, I believe. That's a narrative trope that's yeah. existed literally for centuries. And that, and that, and that scene is a, a take on Beowulf where it cuts the Wampa's yes, arm off. Yes. <laughs> yes, because it's fucking archetypal. Because it, yeah, because it's it, it was it, done centuries ago. Right. Yeah. 
That shit has existed for yeah. since we've been telling stories. We figured that out a long time because ago. at some point we all realize we fucked up. Yeah, and we make we seriously like we yeah. realize that we fuck up and we make of our failings monsters, and then we slay our monsters. As a way in stories, as a way to ask for redemption in these stories, it's fucking read Joseph Campbell's it's basic hero shit. Yeah, it's basic fucking hero shit. There's nothing even interesting about it. <laughs> That's why it's happened literally all the time <laughs> in every story. That's why George Lucas ripped off. <laughs> That's redemption arc, folks. Redemption arc, and that's uh, I believe what Donald uh, God is doing with Donald Trump. And he's going to do with America going forward. Yeah. God. Yeah. He's chopping America's arm off. I don't understand. With I a hope so. Sword? Just, you know what? I hope he fucking coyote uglies America. <laughs> I hope he wakes up and gnaws his arm off and like fucking leaves. Well, you know, you know, in that scene, um, that's the scene where Han oh cuts God. open the <laughs> Tauntaun and he stuffs Luke in the Tauntaun afterwards. And if you look at it, you know, Donald Trump did gut our political system. <laughs> so it does make sense in that. Well, something yeah. smells off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> so I want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our most recent patrons, Stephen E., Stephen Z. I will have a more original name later. <laughs> Adam, Queen Adelaide, Matthew, Brian, I think, therefore I gam. I hate being awake. Emily, Sherry, and Jordan, 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 yeah. Jordan, I don't know. Jordash. Jordash. <laughs> thank you so much for your generous donations, everyone who donates. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate all that you do for this show. Uh, we want to mention that next week, we are going to be doing some roasts. We're going to put together a, a list of people to roast, and we're going to be roasting some people from Vulgarity for Charity. So if you did not hear your roast in the past, I'm not saying we're going to get to all of them because I know that the scathing guys are going to be doing it soon too, but we are going to have some roasts next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that, especially if you didn't get your roast yet. Uh, listen to next week's show, and hopefully uh, your roast is one of the ones that we choose to do. And if I fucked up your roast... I will fix it. I know I fucked up one of those rows. So we want to go through a little bit of email here. We got a message from Adrian. So we were talking a little bit about heroes uh, in the last episode about uh, heroes being um, and doing things that are problematic. And uh, and Adrian asks, what about anti-heroes? Like what happens um, with anti-heroes? And the the movie that uh, that she uses is she talks about the movie In Bruges, which Tom and I actually coincidentally just saw recently right. separately without even yeah. coordinating it. We just both recently watched it. And in that movie, um, there's a lot of homophobic slurs. And then the guy uses the word retard a couple times. And uh, he's just kind of a shitty guy. It's Colin Farrell in that movie, yeah. I think. And he's a, such a shitty dude. Um, and uh, And she says, when I first saw it, I loved it. And then uh, I was pretty surprised that after only 10 years, my opinion could have changed so drastically. Uh, what do we think about antiheroes and this sort of thing when they, you know, do this sort of thing? And, and I, I don't think that you have to, uh, if you don't like somebody, if they're like, you're not looking to them for an example, as an example, then I don't think there's a problem. Like, I don't, I don't see that. I, I, like I, was I used the example of Goodfellas earlier. Like I watch Goodfellas <laughs> and those people are horrible. But I can watch the whole movie and they'll say horrible stuff. They'll drop the N-word. They're, right. you know, they're awful people. 
But uh, but I'm watching a movie about awful people. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. people kill people in yeah, the movies, yeah. right? In this movie, so, especially in right. Bruges, yeah. So like, I condemn that behavior, but I also recognize that you know there are behaviors that are indicative of bad people, anti-heroic yeah. people. I think you can enjoy a movie where people use language that shows who they are, and if who they are is a shitty person. How else are you going to show that yeah. other than through shitty actions and shitty words? Yeah. You're not supposed to like Colin Farrell's character in Imbruge. You're not supposed to like him. You're supposed to find parts of him charming, and you're supposed to find other parts of him problematic. That's that's how the writing is there to make you feel. It's And it's good writing and good dialogue because it's effective in communicating a real person, not a good person. Yeah. And that's an important, that's an important part of like telling a story in a way that like you can identify with and in a way that you can watch and feel entertained and, or feel moved. And we don't have to look at a, at a piece of art or a piece of literature, or a piece of film and say, there are no problems here. I think you can look and say, that guy's a shitty person. He sure was fun to watch. Yeah. We got an image and this is like thrift oh. store art. I would buy the shit out of this. I'm going to post this on this week's show notes. It's a picture. It's a statue of Jesus that's just weird and creepy. I don't know what's like happening. It, I but- think Jesus is dragging a zombie down to his basement or something. I have no idea, but you're going to check this out on this week's show notes. It's three. It's 451. You uh, tell us what it is. I have no idea what's happening there. We wanted to say thank you to Jeff. He sent us some Canadian whiskey. We also got um, some steaks from David. And uh, and we've gotten a lot of gifts recently. I, I don't think we're forgetting anybody, but we want to thank those people Very for kind. their thank their kindness. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a message. Um, this is from Gareth, and Gareth asked, "You know, uh, what about people? We're talking again about the Revenge of the Nerds things. What about people, like creators, people or actors? Do you find it hard to enjoy those things once you find out that they're kind of shitty in real life? And I will say." For me, I stopped watching. I was a latecomer to House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Watched the first season, thought it was fine. Watched uh, maybe two or three episodes of the second season. And then the thing that happened with Spacey came out. And I immediately just stopped the show. Because I, I couldn't. I knew when I watched it, I was just going to see that guy and be like, ugh. 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 Yeah. Even though that character is not a likable character. I, you know, me going, ugh, is not a big deal because right. he's kind of a shitty dude, but it still is like, uh, I'm not interested. I'm just like, uh, you know, I, I guess I feel differently. Um, so I, I've, I've thought about this, like, and I'll use the most absurd example of, of how I've thought about this. If I saw a beautiful painting and I didn't know who painted it and then I thought it was beautiful and I admired it and I, and I stared at it and it was just something that moved me and I loved it. And then somebody said, well, Hitler painted that. Um, the painting would still be a beautiful painting that had moved me, that had, that, that it, it would not be less beautiful because the creator was a sure, monster, sure, right? Sure. And so for me, I think there is some amount of separation between the creator and the creation, between the art and the artist. I think I, I, I do draw some lines there. I think that, not all art is the same in that respect, though. There are some art that's very autobiographical. Autobiographical art is necessarily closer to the creator. So I have more trouble with autobiographical art um, 
and the distance required to appreciate the art um, when it's when it's obviously very autobiographical. I will say too that I think that you shouldn't, um, ethically speaking, like you should not do things that would enrich a creator for their creation um, if they are somebody that you have an ethical problem with, right? So yeah. if a creator has behaved in a way that that you find ethically, yeah. you shouldn't buy a Bill Cosby record if you don't exactly. Yeah. But like. I am not going to say that I never laughed very hard and like till tears came out of my eyes at a Bill Cosby skit. Yeah, no. You know, I know that I have. So I know that that thing was funny, you know? Now, I might not find it funny now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I remember when I was a kid, I thought he was the right. funniest fucking guy. So, so I guess like I can look at that and say like objectively, I know that that is a funny bit. That's funny. It's clever. It's funny. Like all those things are still true. The person is a shitty person. He's a monstrous person, right? So I would never do anything that enriched that person. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I can, but but I think yeah. I think the That's question is, yeah, right. But I think the question is, can you enjoy it? And I think the the answer for me is I can't. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not good. It right. just means I can't enjoy it. Right. And that's the answer for me is I can't enjoy um, it. You know, right? I, I was thinking about it differently. Like can meaning like. Can you ethically still yeah, enjoy? Yeah, right, right, right. So I'm sorry, I maybe yeah. misread read yeah. the question. So my, my, yeah, and and, and yeah. I think your answer is interesting. I, you know, when you take the person out of the thing and you don't have any access to know who it is, right? You could be looking at a painting from Gacy, right? How would you know? Right? You know what I mean? You don't know. So I, I recognize that, but I think like you know, if you have something like the Cosby Show, mm -hmm. you know. I don't, I certainly wouldn't want to sit down. I, I, I have fond memories of the Cosby show when right. I was a kid, but I certainly wouldn't watch a Cosby show today. Not, and it's not, it's not that I'm like so traumatized by the things that he did that I'm so like snowflakey that I can't deal. It's just, I look at it and I get creeped out. I'm like, oh, the guy's gross. Yeah. Turn I, that guy off. Yeah. It's gross. I can't enjoy this anymore. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I don't know if it would bother me. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think like, what, could I watch the Cosby show now? I don't know. I get that. I could, I would watch it. I think I could probably watch Cosby stand up and still think his jokes were funny. If his jokes land, they land. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think I would still, I think just knowing myself, I think I would still find them funny. Like, yeah. I don't think the Cosby show would hit for me because it's not of its, it's kind of an of its time sure. thing. But I think like, if I found that joke to be funny, I would, I would, I don't know that I would be repulsed enough not to laugh. You know what I mean? Oh, I like, don't know that I would be repulsed enough I don't not know, to laugh, I but I don't know that I would be, I don't know that I would be enjoying myself. And I oh, think I that's so there'd be like a there's cognitive like, distance. There's there? definitely something there. Cause I yeah. would be like I, the, the time that I wasn't laughing, I'd be like, Oh, what a gross dude. You know, I couldn't, I, I don't know that I could stop thinking right. about it. Yeah. You know, I think like if I were not, I think if I were, if I knew I was not enriching Cosby yeah, yeah, by watching sure. it, yeah. I don't think there's any anything wrong with any of those answers, yeah. right? Any gradation loud, of that. Yeah, yeah I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with it. I just know how I would feel. Right. I know I wouldn't I know I wouldn't be able to just be like uh you know, I I think I would I think that a lot of times I my brain would go back to it and just be like god that's gross. Yeah. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, like we said, if you didn't get a roast uh, read when we do Bulgaria for Charity, we're going to be doing some roasts next week. So tune in then. But we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.